was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. Hello and welcome to Shake and Not Noob, the podcast that knows first you get the sugar, then you get the power, and then you get the women. <laughs> I am Buzzy Dan, your host for today, and joining me is the worker bee of our podcasting hive, it's Mr. Doody Dootrum. Apologies that I couldn't think of a bee pun for your name, but there it is. Yeah, that's fair enough, I'm happy with that. Um, <laughs> I, yes, thank you. I was expecting first you get the women, first you get the power, and then you get the video games. Oh, see, I'm... Unquotable, so yes. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> How have you been? You've, uh, you took last week off. How, how are you? I am well. I've been uh, overwhelmed with new games coming through. Yeah. So I've been playing my ass off uh, with a bunch of awesome stuff that's come in. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited, man. I'm excited to talk about some of it today. Um, and there's even more stuff coming in coming weeks. So uh, I just keep saying yes to stuff. Yeah. That's my problem at the moment. I need to be able to say no. Well, Although, I will say, and much to uh, our friend, good friend of the show, uh, Paul's chagrin, uh, I did say no to tickets to a Fortnite event this so weekend. Yeah. <laughs> you got invited to a Fortnite event at, uh, where was it? At the, uh, at the Lake, tennis. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're doing a, a Fortnite event, and I just went, nah. I mean, as much as I wanted to get tickets to the tennis, and it was tickets all weekend, they included the main stadium. I was like, I can't report on Fortnite. So, uh, Paul, I mean, that's what you're missing out on from not being here, buddy. Yeah, if he was in Melbourne, we probably would have asked him. <laughs> um, oh, you got food ordered as well. I know, it's great, isn't it? Thank you. Um, yes. Yeah, so we, had, we, had, we got invited to that. Uh, a couple more games. I'm reviewing something that will be next week. Excellent. It's a bit of hush-hush at the moment. Uh, you're aware of what it is, but it's hush-hush at the moment. Okay, we're not allowed to talk about it? All right, no, fair yep, enough. Yep. Um, yes. There we go. Well, look, let's get straight into the news because there's a bunch of news this week. Uh, I want to kick off with the uh, the games for February that are coming out on the PlayStation Plus uh, and also games with gold. Yep. Um, we do have... Uh, uh, look, I'm just going to say, hands down already, PlayStation's won this uh, month. No, there's one game on the Xbox One that I think holds the contender. Hold on. We've got the entire Bioshock collection on PlayStation Plus. The Sims 4 and Firewall Zero Hour, which is their VR shoot-em-up game. I think... Bioshock is on game. Uh, is it on game? Part? They've know. got. Uh, they may have one of them, but this is the entire yeah, the three HD remake collection yeah. thing. Yeah, it it looks amazing. I mean, that alone should just trump everything else. But yeah, that with The Sims Four, I mean, it's it's pretty good. So um, yeah. so that's for PlayStation Plus coming out in Feb. Uh, Xbox games with gold. We've got the TT Isle of Man motorcycle game. Yep. Uh, we've got Call of Cthulhu. That might interest uh, Mr. Johnson. It might, it might. Yeah. Uh, we've got Fable Heroes. We and we got the best one coming up next. I'm saving it for last. Yes, you are. Way you go. It is the OG, the best, in my opinion, the absolute best Battlefront game ever. It is the original Star Wars Battlefront, all the way back wow. on the original Xbox PlayStation. There we go. Interesting. It's the best Battlefront game ever. I'm I'm intrigued to see how that, uh, that comes out. Because like, I, I still have it on the PC, but I haven't played it in... Donkeys. So it was, it was one of those games. It was for me. It was the first game that could be played third person or first person. Perfectly. That's right. You can switch. Yeah, you, you just go into the options yeah. and switch whatever you want, and it played perfectly. And even like you couldn't sprint or like this was before you could sprint in games. So you all moved at the sort of the same speed. Yes, you couldn't play as heroes. You had to play as troopers. There could there were heroes on the field, but they were computer controlled. Yes, and yeah. the more better you and your 
your friends were at the game. Like yeah. the, the more you work together, the more better. The, yes, the, yes, the more better. Um, <laughs> the hero would push with the rest of these like CPU army as well. Yes, and uh, it was really really good. I really liked it. It only had four factions in it. Yeah, um, but you had first person mode in the cockpit as well, which sure. was fantastic. Great game, love it. Okay, well there we go. So that's that's coming out in February. So uh, stay tuned for those. Like I said, though, I think the Bioshock collection alone, I'm definitely going back and playing those games. They are so much fun. Yeah. So and, uh, um, good mate of ours, uh, he uh, he turned around and said that uh, that Bioshock Two is his favorite out of all three. There we go. Yeah. I mean, look, it is a cra- it's a cracking game. Yeah. Infinite was probably more story driven than the other ones, um, where there was more exploration and a bit darker. The, the themes were a little bit more grimy in those first two. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it'll be it'll be good to go back and, and play HD versions of that on the PlayStation. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Um, we've got the gameplay trailer. I got to talk about this. I said this to you today. I have. I will stop talking about this game when it stops being awesome. Uh, we've got the gameplay trailer for the first paid, paid DLC for Dead Cells. It's called The Bad Seed. Okay. And it looks awesome. Did you did you check it out? No. You did not. Of course you didn't. Uh, it, it just looks awesome. It's new biomes, uh, new weapons, new, uh, new creatures to fight. It just keeps getting better. They've gone to paid DLC this time around because essentially they've, they've plateaued with the number of people coming onto the game. Yeah. It's been out for like a year and a half, two years. It's been for a while, yeah. So they need to... You know, they're like, this could be now your game of the year because it is DLC to a pre-existing game. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, it, look, I, I don't normally buy a lot of DLC because I tend to think that a lot of it's overrated. Yep. But already love this game, already played it a lot. Uh, like, How much uh, is the DLC going for, roughly? Um, I believe it's going for like 15 bucks. So That's all right. Yeah, which is, which is next to nothing. Like, to extend an, an already awesome game, yes, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll buy yeah, that immediately. Right, yeah. So, um, it's kind of like you with the, the Battlefront, you know, the collection pack that you bought. I did yeah. buy that because that's because yeah. I couldn't be fucked farming for all this. <laughs> but, you know, it's the same thing. you you got a game that you love, you go out and you yeah. pay for it because exactly, it's yeah. worth it. Yeah. So uh, so that's coming out, I believe it's coming out 11th of February, so it's not too far off. Mm. Um, we've seen a few teasers for it. This is the full, like, shows the full run of everything. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited for that. So stay tuned. We'll be talking about that for sure. Uh, speaking of games that uh, have been launched, or, well, yes, this has launched, uh, Warcraft 3 Reforged is now today, live. Yesterday, yesterday? Uh, yesterday, yeah. Yeah, out now. Um, and, yes. It looks pretty. It looks very pretty. The reviews so far have not been kind. Really? Um, yeah, apparently it's, um, like, the, the some of the skins are nice. They've pretty much just reskinned everything, and that's it. It's not actually like the proper HD remakes that we've seen from stuff. So all of the systems are still the same. There's nothing. Well, it's a, so it's a remaster then. Yeah, it's just, it's just making it look pretty, but the the UI and the controls and stuff are still the same. Yeah, and it's. I think a lot of people are really disappointed. They wanted to see some new additions that have been changed to the game, mods that have been applied and made things better and smoother. Yeah, and they basically resorted back to what it was, but just made it look pretty. So there are some new abilities and features for different characters, I believe. Yeah, but it's all. The same thing. It's just a, a you know a reskin of the 2002 game. I so, don't necessarily mind that, but yeah. Oh, look, I, I don't yeah, mind I it know. either. I can understand it, but I, I know that the hardcore fans that really love this yeah. have already gone in and already don't like it. Yeah. So the the instant reaction from the community that's you know huge community around Warcraft, obviously, yeah. um, they are not liking this so far. Um, apparently, uh, they've also updated Blizzard have updated their terms of service, 
Um, so you no longer own, can own any of the content that you create in the game. So any maps or skins or anything like that, like anything you create in the game is it's owned by property. them. It's owned by them, which is yeah, pretty standard for some of this stuff. But they've also put in a, a clause that means that you sign away your moral rights, which basically mean that you can't be identified as the person that created that content. So they could steal your content that you create. Claim it as their own. Claim it as their own and never give you any credit whatsoever. Nah. So, I mean, like, are they, are they, they are now the new EA, right? To be fair, I think they've always been EA. <laughs> but, like, but like I, taking the mantle of, like, the most hated gaming corporation, like, they are doing their damnedest to just piss people off. I think, I think as well, in regards to, EA were on a massive downslope, especially this time last year, Anthem yep. came out, there was a massive controversy with Battlefront 2. Yeah. There's microtransactions throughout fee, all that sort of stuff, right? Yep. Uh, and then, of course, we got uh, uh, what, Jedi Knight Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh, just Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which was a fantastic single-player game. No microtransactions, just bang, done. Then we got Battlefront 2's gotten fixed, and then we got the fucking uh, Blitz Chung thing that went on and with the with uh, a Hearthstone and all that yep. sort of stuff. So it. it doesn't seem to be go. It's, it seems to be going better in EA's favor because they're turning around, going, "Yeah, we fucked up. We're fixing the fuck ups. We're actively showing you we're fi-. except for Anthem. They're leaving that shit alone. Yeah, no, um, no, the Anthem just died. Anthem is gone. <laughs> Anthem dead. Um, uh, but they're actively fixing things while Blizzard's just bringing out things. But they're destroying they're, the things they're bringing out. They're actively working against their community. Like, like, and people are talking about this, you know, new terms of service stuff. Yeah. It's going to stop or discourage people from, like, content creators yep. from creating more content. Yep. Because why would they do it when they can't claim it? Yeah, well, and when they'll, you know, YouTubers, you know, will make a, a map or a character or whatever, put it on YouTube, and then they get a copyright strike against it because Blizzard owners, like, well, shit, they actually do. They actually own everything in there. You do, you do not, using that game, have any rights to any of the content that goes on in that. So it's interesting to see how uh, Overwatch 2 goes. That's the that's the only Blizzard game that I'm keeping my eye on at the moment. The rest yeah. of it can just bugger off. Yeah, look, uh, they're not doing themselves any favours. So, um, yeah, very interesting to see that, that move. Um, but yeah. if you're interested, yeah, Warcraft 3 Reforged is out. Um, I would only say, I'd only probably recommend that for anyone who's a hardcore Warcraft fan. Yeah. Um, even then, just with caution, with caution. It's just a, yeah, it's a, re- it's a high-end, complete remaster reskin, but none of the uh, mm. UI improvements have been made. Yes. Uh, speaking of people that uh, get pissed off by companies, Rockstar. Oh. <laughs> they came out with a big announcement today um, that GTA Online yes. is doing better than it ever has. They had their largest month uh, as far as player counts concerned ever in December last, last year. But uh, mind you, Grand Theft Auto did just hit Game Pass. Yes, they did. They, yeah. So they hit Game Pass. Uh, so they also had their big um, uh, casino pack. Yeah, oh, that was a little while back. That, yeah. that was, but I think, the start doing, of December. Like, you can raid casinos now and like do the heists at a casino and shit, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So yeah, so that's what they're um, they're up to at this uh, at the moment. Mm. They are just crushing it. So they're talking already about more stuff that's coming for GTA Online. Yep. Um, and they're talking about more stuff as well. Well, they use most of this to promote all of the stuff that's coming up for Red Dead Redemption Online. Yeah. Um, so they've they've got a bunch of new things, the Moonshiners quests, and essentially you know heists, but in the old west. I did I did get onto. Uh to Red Dead Online throughout the Christmas break and uh, check that out to see what it looked like in 4K and all that sort of shit. Sure. Um, they've got some new weapons in the game now, which are pretty pretty baller. Yeah. you got a revolver and a shotgun put into one. So, like, you push a button and he sort of flicks a different... He sort of pulls a different hammer back and it's a shotgun. 
Yeah. And it only has one round, he needs to reload it where the revolver still got its traditional six. Oh, okay. So it comes in real handy that if like you're shooting someone with a revolver, it's like, oh shit, I haven't got any more revolver rounds. Like, I have a so they, they basically just stole that out of Westworld. So. Did they? Oh, yeah. The, uh, uh, the One of the characters in Westworld has that gun, and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's basically that then. Yeah. Because yeah. Uh, I've played <laughs> it, uh, playing a little bit online, it's like, you know, pistol shootouts and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, he's going to come running around that corner, and I've got the, the shotgun like pellet already loaded into this. Yeah. Bang! Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, you gotta check out Westworld. I know you haven't seen it. Yeah, speak. I own it. I own uh, season one. You and two own it. You should watch it. It's pretty badass. I'm watching you at the moment. You're uh, fantastic. Me? Oh, uh, th- thank you. <laughs> I is fantastic. I is. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. Well, there we go. So that's uh, that's the news for this week. There's lots of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, obviously, heaps of things going on. Speaking of things going on, we've got a lot going on with our sponsors, Culture Shock Collectibles. Yes. They're your number one stop for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Buddy, have you seen, I know this week they came out with a bunch, and you know you what I'm talking about already, a bunch of Dragon Ball Z Funkos. How excited yeah. are you? I am. I'm, I'm, I, I think <laughs> I think it's time for me to pull the pin and actually get the, uh, the Vegeta doing the Gallic Gun pose. And oh, sort okay. Of like he's on his sort of side. He's got like electricity around him as the Funko. Yep. Um, it's the best move in, in all of Dragon Ball, in my opinion. Um, of course. Yeah. I right. mean, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Um, of course, there's a, there's a heap of new... There was a, there was a Funko th- uh, sort of reveal a couple of weeks back where Mark put all the photos up. And there's uh, old school Batman, like the old school Batman movies as Funkos. Oh, so yeah. you're going to get the Riddler, Two-Face, Tommy Lee Jones. You're going to get Mr. Freeze's Arnold Schwarzenegger. You're going to get all those as Funkos. Which Do you get Sugar and Spice? That's the Those are the two that I want. No, you won't get Sugar and Spice. Oh, why, why would you bother? If, why would you bother having Two-Face and not Sugar and Spice? I need a Drew Barrymore Funko. There probably is a Drew Barrymore Funko. I'm sure there it's is. Not, yeah. It's not. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's lots, coming, there's lots coming out, of course. Uh, Funko just released a heap of shit. But, um, They've... They've been every single day. I think I've seen something new coming out from Funko, which looks yeah. awesome. So, um, and that's the thing. Everyone else is like, "Oh, you know, if you spend you know a hundred dollars in store, you get it for free. You can buy a pack. You know, like some stores will go like, oh, there's a new Dragon Ball pack. Buy the entire Dragon Ball pack for a hundred and twenty bucks and get free shipping.' Well, I was like, screw that. If you want two Funko Pops or three Funko Pops, spend fifty dollars, get free shipping with Michael. Done. I don't want a Funko Pop of Chi Chi. No, <laughs> I just want Vegeta, Raditz. And Napa. I mean, what's a Chi-Chi? I mean, exactly. That's my thoughts, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> or you can wait until uh, the upcoming Supernova Festival. Uh, yes, he will be there. He will be there. I'm sure he'll be there. I think we'll be selling awesome stuff. Well, if I'm not mistaken. Absolutely. We'll have our good friend Mac, Matt with two T's Commons yes. uh, selling his stuff uh, at the show. Yep. Check him out as well. Look, um, there'll, there'll be heaps of stuff. But yeah, Culture Shock Collectibles will be there. If you don't want to wait for the shipping, if you just want it now, yep. they always have some good deals at the show. So uh, make sure you check them out at uh, Supernova yeah, in Melbourne. Yeah, they some of the rare stuff as well when they do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's pretty good. I think I got you one there last year, didn't I? You did. You lost a bet. That's right. We Won't be happening bet. again. We're going to make another bet. <laughs> I think we might have to. There yeah. we go. Culture Shock, Collect- <laughs> Culture Shock Collectibles. Uh, com. Check them out there on Facebook. All of your socials, they are there and ready to talk. In the link in description as well, if you can't be bothered doing any of the Googlings. Exactly. There we go. So, boys. Boys. Well, I, I'm talking to myself in the third person. Um, so, boys. Boys. <laughs> this week, it's all about me. Um, I have reviewed three, count them three games. Not once, not twice, but thrice. Thrice. Uh, that I will be talking about this week. And Duty's just going to be sitting there listening. That's so fine. I'll, I'll please questions. ask questions. Yes. <laughs> um, so, the first game I'm going to be talking about, it's, it's relevant because of what's happening right now in Melbourne. Hot weather. Yes. It's the hot weather game. Flu. <laughs> No, we're talking about AO Tennis 2. 
Um, it is a tennis sim that's come out recently. They've uh, this is the second round of this. Uh, two years ago, they released the first one. Yep. Um, and yeah, they've had another crack at it. So it comes comes to us from these guys called Big Ant Studios. Not sure if you've heard of them. They are a local Melbourne team that do a lot of sports sims so mostly things like uh like cricket and like like rugby league stuff maybe yeah yeah they did that stuff as well sure um so this is one of their 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 foray into tennis okay because tennis has been one of these i don't know it's just been a a little bit of a vacant spot of sports games right like when the xbox first came out there was top spin and everyone loved top spin absolutely and there was the um what was the there was a bandai namco tennis game as well wasn't it well there was the army tennis game yeah and then there was um Mario did Mario t- tennis. Yeah. Mario tennis, fantastic. Yeah, um, so uh, there, there was table uh, table tennis on the Xbox. Do you remember that back yeah, in the there day? Was, yeah, yes. there was. That tennis was fun. games are fun because it's it's one of those games. That it's not like fighting or racing or, or or anything like that. Table tennis is like oh well, tennis in general for video games is just okay. Hit back and forth, and then you just go okay. The B button does a lob. Cool. Now I know that. That's a normal slice. That's to this. It's, yeah, it takes two minutes to learn the buttons. It does, and that's this is uh, that is this game. It is. It takes you two minutes to learn. It takes you one, um, you know, one heck of a long time to master. Yes. It's it's a very tricky game. There's a lot of intricacy into the controls. There's a lot of powering up shots and timing it with. Um, so you don't actually hit with your uh, using your buttons. You use it using your right joystick. Uh, sort of like uh, the two K NBA games. Kind of like that for the shot meter. Yeah. So you can use the buttons, but it doesn't work quite as well as using the. the, the you, can, you can like literally with the with thumbstick, you can flick it and let it go, and it just bounces back to it. Yeah. yeah. Same kind of thing. So that's um, that's how that uh, the control system works with this. Yeah. It's a very very accurate tennis sim. Like if you're playing on the court, you feel really in control of these players and like you start out and you play your first game and you're going to pick a Rafael Nadal or a Roger Federer or somebody who's amazing that you really like playing um, and they the the sims look realistic they, they've done a lot of really good modelling on the characters they, which is do, good do they sweat and like their clothes get wet and all that sort of stuff not so much but there's a lot of um, uh, like like Fab, they've done a lot of work on how fabric drapes. Okay. So, like, you'll see this realistic sort of fabric like movement. Make sure to move when they run and stuff, yeah. It's actually quite cool. Like, they've done some really good work on that. Yeah. Um, and the, it just it just looks and feels great. And you feel, like, when you're playing as one of those top players, you feel powerful, in control, you know what the hell is going on. Yeah. It's just awesome. And then you go into a career mode and you play as, you know, a you little... Yourself. A, a plays yourself. And you ha- are literally just fumbling around the court just mistiming shots and hitting it out of bounds and you really feel the skill level of the characters but basically like any sort of sports game when you play as you know Lewis Hamilton and F1 you're amazing when you play as yourself it's like shit this car's awful and my yeah. you know, reactions aren't up to match the car exactly right you, you you turn into just like this complete pile of shit because yeah. you are essentially by comparison to the greats yes. and that's good but I will say with a lot of that so they've got the career mode in place that allows you to play a career as a, as um, you know as a young player rising up the ranks. Yeah, but it's all very realistic timing. So unless you put like all the sliders down to shortest possible games, you know, winning you know two sets kind of thing, like it can take you a literal hour to play a game. Or can yeah. you challenge uh, shots and stuff? You can challenge shots. So okay, cool. And it does like there is a margin for error. I challenge. I think I challenged like two hundred shots, and I finally got one that they actually caught like just missed by a bee's dick and it was I was like wow it actually does work which is awesome yeah 
Um, like there's ways tennis games where it's just like out out. Yeah, yeah. No, there is a, a challenge system. Um, there is a reaction system in this as well. Yeah. Um, so good or bad reactions depending on what's happened. Um, the animations for that get a little bit tired. They kind of repeat themselves yeah. after a while, which is a bit shit. Um, so if you're playing for a, a fairly long session, which I did for the review, yeah. Um, it kind of, you see the same thing. And you're like, oh well, I've seen this. Slams the same racket on the ground in the same direction. And yeah, oh, it's yeah. it's more of a. Kind of like shrugs the shoulders, and yeah. it's it's not as animated as you want it to be. Yeah, uh, there is no commentary in this game, which is a bit disappointing. Ah, bugger. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the things they used to do in the cricket, and they used to do it quite well. They do really well in the basketball games as well. They do. They the basketball games are pretty Fantastic. much just a TV yeah. show, and they could have done the same for this, I feel. But like they they didn't need to get a big name. They just needed to get somebody to you know rattle off you know two hundred lines. Yeah. Oh, good shot. Oh, that's a poor shot. You know, just like do that like they've done for the previous games yeah. and it would have been fine I think they may have been pushed for time to deliver you know in line with the tennis open yeah uh, but mind you, mind you also, we, like, we don't know how long they've been developing on it it's a small Melbourne company it's not sort of yeah, uh, published through someone big as well. So no, no, that, and that's that's right. And they, they, look, they've had the full support of Tennis Australia yeah. um, to prepare this. Uh, they, it's it's a really, I, I think it's a really good product. It's a lot better than it was. Um, they've learnt their lessons from the original AO Tennis, yeah, and they've improved on it, which is really good. I did see uh, I did see a review of this game as well, and the top comment was, "What's AO stand for?" Yeah, it's a little bit um, because it's a brand thing. It's it's not you know. Each of the, the Grand Slams for tennis are sort of their own events. Yeah. They're part of a larger, you know, tennis group, but, you know, Australian Open is its own thing and it's not associated with the others. So can you only play the Australian Open thing? You, you can play other events, but they're kind of, like, misbranded. So, yeah. Ah. Yeah. But you can create the courts and do all of that stuff. So there's enough uh, room for those to grow, but because it's a, an Australian Open-owned product, yeah, it's slightly different. So, yeah. Look, I... I think there's a lot of a lot of good to, to like about this game. If you want it just for the tennis, you're going to love it. Yeah. There's a lot of really good challenge in here. Um, there's all the characters that haven't been officially licensed have been created within the community. Uh, so you know, basically, community skins. Wayne knew it. Yeah. But they put the real names in there. But like, and they're pretty good. Some of them are really like have done a really good job. They did the same thing with the cricket for all the unofficially licensed yeah. you know, players. So yeah, yeah. Look, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, there are. There, Everything else outside of the core game itself yep. needs improvement, but the tennis is fantastic. So I'm giving this one three and a half out of five. Fair enough. Yeah. What's next on the chopping block? Oh, hold on. Let me take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> what else? What have you been playing this week, buddy? While I'm taking um, a, well, a slight breath. The, the game that I'm reviewing, that I'm being hush on. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six Siege uh, on the PC. Sure. Uh, there is a new update for that that lets it run in Vulcan. I don't necessarily know what Vulcan means. I just play it normal mode. I think it makes the, the the frame smoother and stuff like that, so it requires more processing power. Instead of the uh, NVIDIA one, is that right? Yeah, it literally yeah. just comes up as play or play in Vulcan, like yeah. the two options. Um, so I've been playing a, a bit of Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, of course, have not been able to take my eyes off Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. It is an absolutely fucking fantastic game. Yes. I, I, I did the, I did the, uh, the driving school level, and it's, it's pretty good. My only negative about that mission... Yeah, was that they're they're in their fighting. not long enough. No, that they're in their fighting gear. <laughs> oh, okay. They're like they're not in these like casual clothes. They're just picked out of like a you know the back of Goku's closet. Okay. Um. No, but it's fun. It, it's it's really fun. I, I still enjoy sort of running like you sort of when you watch the show and you, there are certain episodes and certain fights in the show where like you know the character Vegeta knows he's more powerful than the guy he's fighting, so he, he fights really cocky. 
Yeah. Like, blocks every shot he dodges as he's laughing while he's doing it. Yeah. And you sort of have those moments while you're still playing it, so it's it's pretty fun. Okay. Yeah. Nice. I'm 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 glad that you've had that experience because I know you played last year. You had um, was it Jump, Jump Force? Force, and that was you know disappointing character models and the Dragon Ball character models yeah. and that look. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. As yeah, I mean, as much as you enjoyed the combat, I think this gives you the game that you were looking for. Yeah. Potentially in Jump, uh, what it's, you expected to Jump Force. It's going to be one of those games that I remember when it comes to the you know the end of this year. Yeah. Oh, well, there we go. Hey, look, uh, I'm going to move on to my next game. We'll get yes. through these. Um, this one, I'm gonna, it's, a, it's a very long title, so just bear with me. Uh, it is called Monster Energy Supercross Dash The Official Video Game 3. Okay. That's the official title for this. <laughs> Supercross 3, if you want to uh, shorten it, but yeah, Monster Energy is all over this bad boy. Um, they're getting bigger and bigger, and, and they're competing more with Red Bull. I'm noticing as well. They, they own a lot more. Like, you know, Red Bull used to be the extreme weird sports. Now stuff. they're just Formula One and some music festivals, and you know, guys with like jetpacks and shit like that. So yeah. they've and oh, the the diving as well, the cliff diving. They still uh, do that. Yeah. But yeah, I think Monster Energy has filled in that sort of extreme sports uh, spot that they were they yeah. were in previously. So they they got into Supercross, and Supercross over here not too big over in the states. Fucking massive. massive. Yeah, yeah, it's huge. Every Saturday night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I was lucky enough to go to a, uh, an event for this uh, last year, at the end of last year. And I'm going to say, it's one of the most fun events I've seen in a stadium ever. It's fantastic. Doing flips and shit? They were doing flips. They were whipping it. They were doing all sorts of stuff. There was accidents, guys like breaking their breaking bones and all sorts of... Like, Get, literally getting carted off to hospital. I'm still following one of these guys. Uh, they got injured. He broke his heel uh, yeah. on a spill, and he's still not ready for the season coming up. So, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. It's like like it was a really fun event. Um, it, you just the the noise and explosions and everything going on. It was fantastic. Um, so well, I got to, got to go along to that last year yeah. as a preparation for this. So we yep. got to see some of the previews for it, which was awesome. Um, and now I've got to play the game. And I've got to say, like, having been to the event, I get it more. I get the game more. I yeah. get what they're doing more. It's a lot of fun. It makes you feel like you're part of the action. So there's a lot of sim games that are out there that don't actually do that well enough. You know what I'm talking about? Like, you know, the arcade games, absolutely, you feel like it's, you know, there's the explosions and the noise and yeah. the colour. But the, uh, the but the sims don't really push you into that, that zone. My big thing when it comes to these sort of motocross, sort of off-road style of games is, even say with like the games like Dirt, yeah. um, is what the mud mechanics like. Because mud is a big factor when it comes to these games. It's not oh, like, yeah. you know, playing Grand Theft Auto and it's a bit of dirt in the side of your car. It's like, no, it, it should be splashing on your screen. It should be impacting your, your performance or something like that. Yeah, and obviously this is, you know, dirt bikes and there's a lot of slipping and moving around and there's, um, like, there's ruts in the in the dirt that you can, like, you bobble over. Yeah. There are, like, you can do, like, sort of country races where they're out in the actual elements. Yeah. So you do get rain and things affecting it and it does, you slip more and it's, it's crazy, man, like... It looks like an arcade game. I will tell you that. It looks like an arcade game. Yeah. It is a hardcore sim. Like, yeah. Right. You okay. can't, so it's, you so can't it can't just... It can't be one of those ones where, you know, we rock up to your place and, oh, let's play four player or something like that. It's like, nah. Yeah, you can't just hammer on the accelerator and hope. Yeah. It's, it's something that you really have to learn. Okay, I need to, like, you know, I need to ride these bumps the right way. I need like that to... PlayStation 3 game that came out on launch, Motocross. What was it called? Motorstorm. Yeah. Motorstorm? 
Yeah, yeah, I know the one you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. and the, basically, there's a lot of stuff like preloading. I don't know if you know about that. It's basically where you you, you prepare for jumps. Yeah. So you, it's essentially like you know right stick uh, back and forward kind of thing. So you're back and you're powering, you're sort of leaning your weight backwards. Yeah. And then when you get to the top of the jump, you slam it forwards to get more distance on the jump. Yeah. If you don't do that right, or if you do it too much, you'll miss the uh, the timing for the next part. And it's right. just a little bit like trials. Yeah, a little bit like trials, yep, um, okay. but yeah, just a lot more complex. Plus, you have twenty-one other like characters around you, like jostling for your spot, and they're all bumping bars with you. And yeah, it's yeah. it's a lot of fun. Like I think if you really like Supercross, you are gonna love this game. Uh, they did bring out a game last year, so they had Supercross Two last year. Yep. Um, and really, what they've done to, I suppose, improve the game is not so much add things on as they have take things away. So they've taken out a lot of the the, the surrounding fluff that didn't work, and they've gone. Let's focus on the game. So for this, you say it, it looks like an arcade game. It plays like a sim game. Does it have um, even like a lot of sports games and stuff like that as well? Has it got yep. a killer soundtrack? Like, it does. It yeah. really does. Like lots of like, and it's a very sort of broy monster energy kind of vibe to it. Yeah. So lots of yeah, thumping beats and yeah, you know, you're feeling it while you're playing the game. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those games you have to play with your headphones on because it will literally shake your house down. Yeah. It's it's loud. It's 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 brash. It's in your face. It is what Supercross is. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's the very it's very much the event. So yeah, I've I've really enjoyed playing it. Um, I will say that yeah, there is. There's still some stuff that they need to work out with the physics. Yep. So the physics is, I think, can be good, but it's inconsistent. So sometimes when you hit another bike, you'll you know feel like okay, I've just bumped them properly. Other times you'll like end up underneath them, um, or like flying off the side, or doing weird so things. If you, fall, if you fall off your bike or, or damage yourself, I assume it's race over. Like you've, you've well, no, it just resets you on the track, ah, and then it ghosts you, and then you catch up. And there's this weird mix of ghosting and real physics. And I just have that you fall off the bike, someone's going over you, you've broken your arm, you're out for. Yeah. No, no, no. and they they don't put it in there because they want people to do it. And they've got a rewind function as well. So you can rewind up to 30 seconds. Yeah. And so that's that's good if you want to, oh, fuck, I missed that corner. I want to do that again. Yep. It's good. It makes you feel like you're still, you know, it doesn't make you feel like you're completely useless. Yeah. Because I think if you, when you're starting out, you don't have that. You're finishing last every time. Um, and especially like you know, interacting with the track and things around it, like sometimes these little sort of cardboard barriers on the side, mm. um, they will act like rocks, and other times they'll just like be non-existent. So it's that inconsistency that's really hard to to narrow down. Yeah, they've gotten it better from their previous games. So I did MXGP 2019 last year. Yep, um, same company that does uh, the Supercross series. Yeah. So they're combining those things, they're making it more simple and focusing on the racing, and it's getting better, but it's not quite there yet. All right. So have you had to give it a, uh, a score? Uh, three and a half, this one. So same same, yeah. same as tennis. So both both really sim-based, uh, but a lot of fun. So if you like either of those things, you're going to get a lot more enjoyment out of it. For yeah. the for the layperson coming in, you're probably going to be a lower score because of the other things around it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Here we go. Last one. Oh, mate. Whew. Tell me, mate, what are you excited about playing while I have a breather? <laughs> Jesus. Um, shit, that's actually quite hard because I'm enjoying what I'm reviewing at the moment. Um, I will preface uh, the, the video review will be live before next week's episode. Jesus awesome. Jesus Christ, bird. We've got a surprise guest on the show. Yeah. An annoying twit. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. Um, Meh. And uh, the, I'm playing it on PC. Yeah. I'm playing a single player. And the multiplayer is not live for the game. It will be live ah. when it releases. 
Yeah. Um, so the uh, the video review will be all focusing on the single player. Uh, I'll mention a bit of the multiplayer, and of course, when the multiplayer is released, I'll uh, I'll of course talk about it on the show. Yeah. Um, but I might even do a, a separate video of it, and you know, a little five minute video of how does the multiplayer compare to the single player? Yeah. Because um, this game is sort of built for multiplayer. Okay. Um, yeah. But it's still fantastic fun as single player. And that's one of the things I had with all three of my games. I couldn't play them in multiplayer mode because yeah. it was literally just the devs putting it out there. So yeah, servers weren't live or whatever, which yeah. I, I can understand. Like you want to make sure your multiplayer aspect of your game is fine because if your single player is fine to send out, fine. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. Well, look, let's talk about a single player experience that I've had that I thoroughly enjoyed. It's called Journey to the Savage Planet. Yes. Uh, it came out uh, last week, I believe. Uh, it is a lot of fun. It is... Equal parts, No Man's Sky, Portal, and Mirror's Edge. It's this weird mix of, uh, like, FPS, platformer, puzzle-solving game. There's a little bit of parkour in there. Like, it's just a little bit of everything, and it's really, really fun. Um, It's just... It says, little indie title. Essentially, you are a space explorer that's been shot off to uh, into space to find a habitable planet to, mm. for Earth to move to. Yeah. You explore the planet and document things and find out what's going on. And you know, as soon as you land, you figure out things are not correct. And you've got a... Oh, shit. But... <laughs> Um, and yeah, things are not quite what they were you know, planned to be. Yeah. So you know, you have to figure out what the problem is and solve it, and yeah. try and return to Earth with all the information. It's it's really interesting. It's a really uh, like this deep, like a lot of exploration in there. Yeah. Like there's like I played through this game went from start to end of the story part and realized I'd done maybe a third of what the game has to offer. And then I go back seems, and find yeah, it seems a little No Man's Sky ish, but No Man's Sky doesn't necessarily have a story. And that's the thing. Right? This is this is No Man's Sky with a story. It doesn't have the open-endedness of, of uh, No yeah. Man's Sky, and I think that's why it works so well. It ha- it looks almost like that No Man's Sky experience, yeah. And finding weird creatures and going on, but there is a because it's in a contained environment. There's you know very specific rules. There's you know there's creatures. There's a way that you can kill that creature, and you know, there's glowing parts that you have to shoot to destroy yeah. it. That kind of thing. Like it's very simple. Um, as far as what the premise is and how you get how you get into it, but the way that you explore and uncover things as you get better at the game, you're like, oh shit! There's this just you walk past stuff without even realizing that that yeah. was a thing. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, it happens in a lot of open world games. Like, you yeah, know, say like Grand Theft Auto, you're going from point A to point B in a mission, then you realize, you know. Oh yeah, it's gone. That's you know, secret weapons or whatever. Exactly right. So it's, this is. Uh, I think it's. A game that has a lot of potential to grow and do a lot of a lot of good. It's PlayStation uh, only as well, isn't it? Uh, that's correct. Yeah. Um, currently, the playthrough time is about twelve to fifteen hours. Yeah. So it's pretty short. But the uh, the developers Typhoon they've promised that they will be expanding it in the future and developing more stuff for it. Yeah. And the way they've set it up, it's kind of like these individual sort of biomes, levels within levels kind of thing. Yeah. And they um, they could potentially just tack extra ones on, and it wouldn't be out of place or seem weird. Or even just do like a, a different version of what they've got. Like it could actually work quite well with some new characters and things like that. It, it could be a lot of fun. Do you make your own character in this or do you just play as... You uh, just play as, as a you know a spaceman. You just see hands and you know sometimes feet and yeah. slapping and all sorts of stuff. Okay. There's a lot of humour in this game, which is a lot of yeah, fun. From the video review, it seemed... 
I thought you were putting a meme into the into the video, and I'm like, oh no, this is actual gameplay. That's like, actual yeah, actual videos you watch in the game. So yeah. it's a little bit silly. It's a little bit Paul Verhoeven. So a lot of stuff like the advertising in RoboCop or Starship Troopers, yes. like stuff that I, I was sitting there watching it laughing out loud because it's actually stupidly hilarious. Yeah, the burger place. So I was like, ah, yeah, nah, wedgie nah, burgers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And there's there's a lot of stuff like that. That's there's one where you like have like it's like sea monkeys. You remember sea monkeys? Sea people. Sea see people yes yeah. but you uh, it's basically that but like you create people in a shopping mall and yeah it's, it's right yeah it's it's bizarre and strange but like super hilarious at the same time so it's a lot of fun i really yeah. enjoyed it um i just need them to be more like i need more from it yeah, uh, it's, it's not necessarily a long game like dragon ball is 140 something hours yeah like it's, it's fucking like you play everything but it's that's yeah, yeah that's huge right there's almost endless possibilities to how that goes through yeah uh, 12 to 15 hours is short they've got a, a special trophy um, that you can get awarded within four hours so you can finish this game if you know where everything is like if you played it through once you could literally go back and go right I know where everything is and you can play it through in under four hours which is Are you gonna go for the trophy I, I don't know if I will. I, th- I think it's the one trophy I'm missing at this stage. Yeah. It's like you literally have to map it out, and it's um, I'll need to go back and re-remember where some things are to go back through. But, yeah, four hours is a quick playthrough time. Yeah. So I think they'll, they'll want to be looking at other things that uh, to add to it. Uh, and if they do, it, it definitely bumps this game up for me. But as it is, already I'm giving this game a four and a half out of five. Shit. I think it's, it's so much fun. It just... Just short, and that's that. That point five. It's just too short. From what I see in the video, like well, I watched the video review for this thing and just went instantly. It's, it's not my jam. I know it's not your. Yeah. G- it's definitely not your game. It's a little bit of Borderlands in there. There's a yeah. little bit of that No Man's Sky feel. Like there's, it, it's it's stupidly funny, but it's it's one of those games that once you get into, it's dangerously addictive. Yeah, you yeah, burn yeah. hours and just go. Where the hell did that last two hours go? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's basically the same at the moment in regards to me with Dragon Ball. I'll be fucking flying around doing something, and Mon will go, "Hey, I'm ready to go now." And I'm like, "So we're leaving at four. It's like, yeah, it's four <laughs> thirty. Yeah. No, look, I I think you'll find a lot of fun in this one. Like. Maybe not you, but I think other people uh, will. Yeah. Anyone who likes those types of games that I mentioned, um, likes a bit of you know satirical humour, like I think Explorations, this fun space sort of thing. Yeah, so this is the kids. game for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. and there's I think they do it in a way that will be fun like for the, the adults to watch and the kids to play on different levels. Yeah. Not so much double entendres, but there's like it's very much that okay. I get you know there's a deeper level to the humour here. Yeah. And like when you sort of get that with some of the earlier Simpsons sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a joke on the top level, but there's underlying sarcasm and wit that that actually goes. You go, oh, I understand where you're going with this. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I played this with my kid. Like uh, little Fuzz has been going through it as well. There's just like you can go up to stuff and like slap it. And, like yeah, it's it, it's just really fun. And these like some of the aliens and creatures you interact with are just stupidly awesome. So yeah, I have a lot of fun with this game. I just I want more of it. It's just. There's games like we talked about today, Dead Cells. I've replayed that so fucking much. I need to look at how long I played that for because I've played hundreds of hours of that game because it's replayable, whereas this game, not so much. And that replayability lowers down the scores. Sort of a a little bit like I tried to play, or not tried to play, but I started the first couple missions of Jedi Fallen Order and I already know all these awesome cinematic moments that are coming. So it's not necessarily replayable. It's fantastic, fantastic. Like God of War, God of War, I don't find is replayable. I yeah. know everything that's going to happen. And that's and that's one of the oh, like I went back to play that again and haven't enjoyed it as much. I've been stuck on Assassin's Creed Odyssey, 
Um, so I've been playing that and try, I'm trying to platinum that one. So it's I'm getting very, very there close. Is the, the rumor of the new Assassin's Creed as well coming out this year. Yes. So I look, Rock, I think it's going to be called. Uh, look, I I'm uh, will wait with bated breath to see what they bring out. I hope it's something slightly better than what they had last time. I've enjo- I'm enjoying it for what it is. Yeah. But it's it's very much like you can just click away most of the stuff. I'm just skipping past cutscenes and all ah, the stuff, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. like. I don't feel connected to it as much. I'm just as enjoying the actual game and the world and stuff. I'm enjoying the, the, the surrounding stuff, but I don't enjoy the backstory. Yeah. And the backstory has been such an integral part of everything that Assassin's Creed does well. So, right. But disappointing. But yes, there we go. There so that's my three games this week. I'm exhausted. I need to lie down. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm going to be coming back with some more games in the coming weeks. I've got some new ones that I've signed up for. So yes. stay tuned for that. Yes, and I've got my... Uh, my Sort of, I, I think it's going to be a sleeper hit of, of this year. I think it, it's going to sit on the shelf and you're going to get, and I'm going to tell you, get it. <laughs> it is. It's going to be one of those games that you wait, everybody waits to get until it comes out on Game Pass. <laughs> oh, yeah, it might. Previous ones came out on Game Pass, I think. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so there we go. Oh, bit of a teaser. Yeah, there we go. Well, can you figure it out? <laughs> Previously <Halo>. on Game Pass. <laughs> we got Halo early. <laughs> Imagine? Can you imagine? Yeah, no. You wouldn't be able to contain yourself. You literally couldn't nah, be on the podcast. I, I don't even think I'd play it because I'm not a big Halo guy. Whatever. I am looking forward to Doom Eternal. That looks. Whenever that comes out, March. sometime in the next twenty years. March, baby. Yeah, wait till that gets delayed again. Nah, I'm so <laughs> fucking keen for it. Our, well, uh, uh, friends of ours have uh, have played it and they've just said this game is going to ruin first-person shooter games for other companies for the next couple of years. Like it is that. Good. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. All right. We'll see. Until we see, uh, I've been Fuzzy Dan reminding you to get good. That's it. I'm just using that now. Just get good. And I'm duty reminding you to play with each other and play with yourself. Yes.